You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. All righty. Welcome in the box. Julio just got the stretch, so let's go ahead and get started. You are listening to In the Box. I'm Thomas. Going to be joined shortly by Walt. And uh, let's start talking a little bit about the NHL here. So happy to have you with us on this Father's Day Sunday. As we bring you all the news and notes coming around from the NHL. And so far, uh, really, the we'll start with the fact that the Washington Capitals probably still throwing party. They are uh, really getting out there. You have probably seen them at the parade, and, and you got to love how uh, just they they just look like guys guys out there. The Capitals are out there drinking uh, Bud Light and doing keg stands in the Stanley Cup, and I tell you, there's just no more fun or no more guys that look to be having fun doing living up the Stanley Cup, and really no other team that really deserves it uh, the the ability to enjoy it as the Washington Capitals and Alexander Ovechkin is. I'm sure the party is continuing. I. I saw a couple days back, or somebody told me about a Twitter. Uh, is either a Twitter handle or a, a Twitter group or a, a Instagram group about where's the where are the Capitals partying now? And it had a minute by minute up to date of where exactly things uh, where they were at the party, where things were going, uh, where they were currently at. So, kind of a a, a really cool idea. Um, by them and whoever's running that Twitter feed and also very enjoyable for the Capitals to go on and out and enjoy the Stanley Cup. So with that being wrapped up, the next order of business really figures to be the NHL draft. And, you know, NHL.com, I actually use a little bit of a segue here with a draft from 10 years ago. NHL.com released uh, the the draft order or kind of a, a redrafting of last year's top picks or of the 2008 draft's top picks and posted it onto their website. And I think this is a little interesting thing to look at when you hear the order, which they have maybe it might not be the most interesting thing, but just the numbers from where the guys were originally picked. Is really the more interesting thing is as Walt comes in and joins us. Hey, Walt, how are you? I'm here. Just running down this list that NHL.com put out. They kind of redrafted last year or the 2008 NHL draft. And as we're going to talk a little draft today. Yeah. Yeah. But- I mean, we're going to be seeing a lot of those. Those things come up. I mean, it's. As I've said multiple times before, it is the most unfair game to play. Oh, absolutely. And, and it's just. It's more or less they ran down because they didn't redraft it because they're just listing who the picks were or, or the teams that, that did draft these guys. But back in, uh, just again, give you an idea of what you're looking at. Uh, it was Stamkos they still have as the best player in the draft, taken overall, and Drew Doughty going number two. They move Eric Carlson up from three to 15, or from 15 to three, I okay. should say. Roman Yossi from 38 to four. Braden Holpe from 93 to five. John Carlson from 27 to 6. Peter Angelo. Alex Peter Angelo from 4 to 7. Uh, Josh Bailey from 9 to 8. Jordan Eberle, 22 to 9. And Cam Atkinson from 157 to number 10. 
It's plays and drafts like that that get you really starting to move up and get you to be successful is when you find that diamond in the rough in the mid-150s. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and it's, like I said, I, I, I always, it, the draft game, it is, you have to be careful with it, too, because yep. it's it's very it's real easy to sit back and go, well, well clearly you should have drafted Evgeny Kuznetsov right. at whatever, not 26. Right. You know, and, you know, people, I can't believe the Wings pass on them. Well, yeah, so did 24 other teams. Right. <laughs> you know, and. And, and yeah, like it's it's one of those things you never know how many like what what a guy's going to be. Yeah, because I mean, you're 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 kind of taking a guess. And I mean, th- there have been multiple guys who have been can't miss players, right? Like, oh, this is this this is going to be the next face of a franchise. And right, <laughs> I know. you know I know it's a non hockey example, but it's to me it's the best one of the best examples of kind of how how the draft is a crapshoot and how revisionist history. And and because it's local, though, it, it, we're able to put the extra shine on it where, you know, in 2004, you know, the Pistons take Darko Milicic. Well, 2003, they take Darko Milicic. Yeah. And and really, there there's two th- schools of thought or there's two things that you have to remember from that. One, everybody. I mean, yes, the Pistons took him second. If they didn't take him second, he was going top five. Yeah, he was going to go third or fourth. Right. You know, he he was, he go, was yeah. going wherever the hole was for yeah. the who the Pistons oh, yeah. took. And, it was and, not a. It didn't work out, obviously. But if it wasn't our mistake, it was going to be somebody else's mistake. top five yeah. mistake. And the, if the Pistons weren't picking two, someone else would have taken them at two, probably. Absolutely. You know, been, yeah. The and then the other thing I always like to bring up, and and you you never know revisionist history, and you need to be careful. Never, I'd never give back a championship. And if they take Carmelo, do they trade for Rashid? Right. And if they don't trade for Rashid and they have Carmelo, do they win the title that year? And yeah. to me, it, it, I don't think they do. I don't think they trade for Rashid, and I don't think Carmelo being ready. Now, maybe they're better for longer and win two more later. I mean, yeah, you, but but you don't, that's same, a game I don't yeah. want to play. At the, but at the same time, are they? Right. Because what did Carmelo accomplish? Exactly. You know? Exactly. I mean, no, you're you know, exactly right. I mean, at the end of the day, like, what did, I mean, maybe, you know, would, are you taking Dwayne Wade? Well, no, because you already had Rip and Chauncey. Right. There was no, right. You know? The guard didn't was, make he, sense. Yeah, and he was going to be sitting there. Exactly you know, right. Yeah. It, I mean, it's a very, again, it's the most unfair because everybody's smart in hindsight right you know it's you know well well, well yeah, Min- yeah the minnesota north stars probably would not would rather have taken steve eiserman instead of brian lawton right in 1983 right but, exactly you know, and but you know that's that's the pick right, right. you know uh you know, you know hartford whalers probably would have rather had pat lafontaine instead of Sil- uh uh yeah Sylvia and Turgeon, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> you know, and you're you're looking at eight. We could go you know, right, every right, draft in the history. That was Eiserman draft, right? You know, Eiserman fell to the Wings at four. Right. The Wings were planning on taking Lafontaine because yeah. he was a local kid. Yep. But Lafontaine went to the Islanders, so they settled for Steve Eiserman. Yeah. No, you're exa- <laughs> I mean, you're you're using the exact right word. That's exactly kind of the idea. The 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 thought of it was, and it's just well. All right, well, he's the next guy up, so we'll, we'll go with him. And you're right. How many, while the three teams in front, uh, I'm sure kind of regret. And, and, and pa- to be fair, Pat LaFontaine, if his career doesn't get shortened by concussions. Yeah, he was, he's still a Hall of Famer. Yeah. I mean, I mean that was not, a, you know. Damn good hockey player. Exactly right. Exactly right. I mean, and, you know, and you, you look at it, you know, go 2013 draft, the Wings take Anthony Mantha at 20. 
he's a top 10 pick if you're redoing that one. You know, it because, <laughs> you know, that was a McKinnon draft. McKinnon won, Barkov two, Drew in three, Seth Jones four, Lindholm five, Monahan six, Nurse seven, Ristolainen eight, Horvat nine. Nichushkin 10. Nichushkin, who Dallas, they, they just re-signed him after he went to the KHL for two years. Ooh, this is this is actually fantastic because the the hockey DB version actually has the number of points too that that player has scored. Yeah. So let's see. Mantha's 107 does just about uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, no, I'm counting penalty minutes. <laughs> he's at 87, like 107. Like yeah, no, 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 no. no. He's so, like 87. Yeah. He, 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 at least he's in the conversation, if nothing else. I, mean, I think but, yeah, he, Nurse maybe eight, falls. I mean, I mean that 87 points, I mean, that, but that's also, you know, he's only played 150 games. Well, and, and that's the so other McKinnon's thing. McKinnon's played 374. Bar- Barkov's played 331. You know, these guys, all these other guys are... Three hundreds, right? It's well. It's the idea that you know the we're still over trying to do it the Red Wing way with the over ripening, whether right or wrong, whether you like it or don't. Right? You know they they try to make sure that the kids earn their playing time and they actually play, uh, get some minor league experience. You know, Larkin yeah. is really is an, an outsider. What well, was the first eighteen year old since Eiserman first yeah, team yeah. To make since Eiserman to, yeah. to 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 start the team? So it's yeah. it's not common occurrence here in Detroit. And yeah, and that was something that I was. I felt he could have used a year in in, in 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 the minors, but you know what? It is what it is at this point. I mean, right, <laughs> right. Like I like when it, when they announced that he was coming, I was like, uh, I don't because the, the argument was, well, Steve, Harris, well, Sidney Crosby came up. I'm like, well, okay, yeah, I know, but Dylan Larkin isn't Sidney Crosby, and like, well, guys come up all the time. And other teams, like, yeah, but he played college. It's not a common occurrence for a kid who played college to make a team. Right off the bat, his first year out, especially one year of college, is yeah. what Dylan Larkin had. He only played one year in college. That's only forty eight game season. Yeah, and that was my thing. Like I don't, I, I kind of, I said during that season, I was like, well, let's see what he does after the halfway point of the year, and he 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 struggled a bit. You know, and he, it carried he, over for the next. Yeah, you know, but you know, he's getting used to playing at NHL level. Right. You know, he's, I mean, you're getting used to it, and and he was into the wings' credit. They put him in every situation. Yep, let him play in every situation. Let him learn. And I think last year, I, if he hopefully he you know you hope he continues to build off of what he did this past season. Yeah, and then what he did in World Championships. Um, he had a very good in World Championships, and his his all around game is 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 getting be- is getting better game by game, and you want to see that. Right, you know, and you you want to see Larkin get better, especially because Zetterberg's leaving. Yeah, you know, we it, he's gone right. after this year. This is last year. This is you know, this is it for Zetterberg. There will be no more Zetterberg. Right, you know, after this season. For those of you that may not have heard, I mean, he has said that he at the beginning of this season his plan was to play two more seasons. Yeah. So that's that's why Walt says it definitively. So I mean, that was. Words out of his mouth is that he planned on playing two yeah. more years, and, and then that and, was and that was going to be it. That's what the Wings are planning for. Yeah, they're planning on him not being here after after this season. And and the good thing about him is that he signed his contract before his thirty first thirty fifth birthday. So when he retires, his money comes right off the cap. Yep, it's it's a clean clean uh, which, clean removal. Which again, like I don't whatever. Like I am so. <laughs> I, 
you cap you, things. I you, I'm I'm not the person to ever talk about that stuff. With yeah, just, what, was it? Was I talking to friends or was it us? Just last week where we realized that 35. Boy, the your cap ramifications and your whole cap, uh, your whole thing versus the cap versus your 35th birthday versus not when yeah. you sign. It is an entirely different world. How yeah. old you are when you sign a contract? Oh yeah. I mean it's. I mean I just I like I. You know, you want people like, oh, you overpaid for these guys. Okay, well, I mean, you really, really, if you really look at it in the mic and at, as a whole, in the big picture, every athlete's overpaid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Fact. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, like, it's, and it's one of like, because people constantly talk about it. And I'm, I'm like, okay. And it's one of the things that I just can't wrap my head around because I, I think too logically at times to a fault. It's my own, my, it's a problem I deal with at a, as on a, on a daily basis, that <laughs> logic. Because I hear people complaining about, well, these contracts are killing the wings. Okay, well, who aren't they signing in free agency? Yeah. Well, well, but you know they, well, we could they could have made a run at Kevin Shatkirk. Okay, he was never coming here. Right. So no. Well, they messed up Steve Tamko's thing. Steve Tamko never hit the open market. Yeah, he stayed in Tampa. Right. He didn't go to Toronto. He didn't go to Buffalo or but he stayed put. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't, like no, like no one, no major guy, and and now I I have a feeling Tavares isn't going anywhere. Yeah, I kind of have that I feeling. Feel like he's they they're they're talking daily. Yeah, uh, I think there's a really good good really good chance that he's staying put. Yeah, I don't I don't think he's going anywhere. But you know, so and I think Car- John Carlson he's with OEL signing signing his deal. You know, this yeah. week Carlson's like, well, he's getting eighty year. I. I want a Stanley Cup. And I was the best defenseman on the team doing <laughs> yeah, it, too. I, I, I mean, want a Stanley Cup. Yeah. I want nine. Yeah. And now Dowdy and Carlson are going to go, well, if he's then we're gonna, nine, right? you know, we want ten and a half. Uh-huh. <laughs> we want ten and a half, eleven. I that, mean, it's, no, you're exa- I mean, that's how the dominoes are going to fall. You know, one, it, one more thing on this list, though, too, just to, you know, how we talk about guys that would like to do things over again or doing it over again. 18th on this. So the 18th guy that they projected as the 18th best player in this draft. Went 121 to Detroit and a guy by the name of Gustav Nyquist. Yeah. And they say 40 points for the fifth rate season in 17-18. 21 goals were the most since 27-14-50. And his 109 goals are tied for eighth among players picked in 2008. So for those of you That's who are... crazy. Th- to it is. I mean, and it's, it's an emotional thing, right? Because Wings fans can't... They just look at what the Wings are. Well, not what... And they just look at what the Wings aren't. Right. They don't look at the league as a whole. That's why, like, I when people talk about, I'm like, do you do you watch, do like, do you pay attention to what goes on around the league? Because I do, and I see what happens. And it's, would you, know. you do you think that the the Vancouver Canucks would either have their tenth pick of Kyle Beach? I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. It was the Hawks, the Blackhawks took Kyle Beach at eleven. I beg your pardon, or Gustav oh, Nyquist. Yeah. <laughs> in 2013. So, I mean, it, or 2008, I'm sorry. Well, yeah. well, well, you know, Blackhawks, they could do no wrong. Well, I mean, yes. And granted, <laughs> they've won three Stanley Cups, but still, I mean, just, again. Beach, if, and Kyle Beach has not played an NHL game. So, if you want to talk this woulda, shoulda, coulda <laughs> game, every team could do it. Every Oh, every single, everybody. Yep. Everybody has that. It's no, yeah. Like, every, there, there's a, there's a reason, you know, a, a lot of, a lot of teams pass on, 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 uh, Jamie Benn. He's a seventh round pick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go figure that one out. You know, so it's not, it's not, well, I can't believe, like, yeah, even the, like, when you get, get a lot of these diamonds in the rough who are getting picked in the fourth and fifth round, 
yeah, a lot of teams pass on him. Even the team that drafted him passed on him at least three, three or four times. Exactly right. They got there. Yep. You know? Exactly so right. It's it's not an exact. And also, you have to remember, um, a, a guy might work in one with one system, but might not work in another system. Yeah. You know, Great you point. have to, you know, just because a guy, it, we see it all the time in free agency, right? Yeah. Guys leave teams and and go get a bigger payday, and then they struggle with the new team. Because they're playing a different role, yep. you know, and it's 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 an adjustment period for them. Like it's you know you ha- that that factors in. Yep, exactly. And I think I well, I mean, I mean, with the exception of you know your Malkins and Crosby's and McDavid's, where and you're going to be good in everything, you know, guys who you you're, you plant them down anywhere, they're going to be good. Well, I mean, look at look at the Knights as an example. There there was a group of guys where again, who's the superstar? You know, they have a lot of good players, a lot of players that pass expectations, but because they're running Gerard, Gerard Gallant system of yeah. pr- puck pressure, they took that all the way to the cup finals. You know, I, it's, it, it, you're exactly right. I mean, you know, who was, you know, Thomas Nosa couldn't craft the lineup here. Stalwart fourth line player yeah. had seven, what, seven postseason goals, six postseason goals. You know, it's just, again, some guys thrive just in the, in the different structure of what different uh, coaches have to offer. What do you got? Oh no, I'm looking at. Oh, oh, okay, I was reading this graph completely backwards. I was <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, yeah, but but yeah, I mean, so it's and and one another thing that drives me absolutely up a wall. People complain that the wings that well, well, they need to be better. Well, okay, how do you get better by getting draft picks, right? Yeah. Well, they need to tank. Well, okay, so since this team that quote unquote sucks, okay, so that's how you get draft picks. But again, show me an example of any team tanking. And it working out for them. Right. No, like, no, you have to, you, like, for the wings, you want to see Larkin play good. You want to see Mantha play good. You, I mean, you want to see Tyler Bertuzzi get better. You want to see all these guys that you've already drafted get better so that you, so that you know you're not just spinning your wheels. Right. You know, I mean, cause that's like, like I said, I, I constantly go back to the, to what Toronto did. I think what, what Toronto did is what you want to do. Toronto, they field a competitive teams year after year. They didn't. They didn't make the playoffs, right? But they were going out. Their goal is to be a competitive team every year to be a playoff team every year. Right? People forget that it was what two years before they got Matthews that they lost that first round series to Boston when they were, yeah. uh, you know, in a game that they should have won and would have been a second round team. Right. I mean, you know, so you know they they tried, but at the same time, they made smart draft picks. You know, Mitch Marner, um, Willie Nylander. You know, they're going out. Uh, drafting Gardner, like going out, making picks, and 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 getting guys to the point to where, and then you 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 reach a point to where you have talent on your team. You have to have a good, you have to have some good young talent, but also you need some veteran guys like Nazem Kadri, like Tyler Bozak. You need those guys to be there to kind of like help guide the ship. And then when the time is right, then you cash in all your chips. Yep. Then you trade to Phil Castles. Then mm-hmm. you trade Dion Phaneuf. Then. Yep. You know, I mean, they didn't have a goalie forever. <laughs> yeah, and, not, and, I, and after this playoff run, there might be questions that remain if they still have a goalie or not. Right, but. you know, I mean, they, they, they struggled in net because Bernier, Bernier just proved that he's not a number one goalie. Right. He's a good backup. And Anderson did see a ton of pucks this year. It's not surprising yeah. that he kind of wore down as the year wore on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not exactly the best defensive team, but they're looking for they're looking for a number one defense. <laughs> Signed half the league. Yeah, right. Yeah, this join the club. A, right. <laughs> you know, I mean, so I, you know, I, 
I don't. Even, I don't even. Where was I going? I don't remember. So let I we I did one. Did you do? Okay. Did you throw a Mac together? Or are you, are you do you just want to go? Are you just going to be able to do this as we go? Um. Oh, that's what I was looking for. Okay, I am going to pull up my central scouting. Okay. You talk for a bit. Okay, because um, I thought it'd be fun, and and you know, obviously, those of you that listen know that Walt's the the minors and the the juniors guy. He knows this stuff a lot better than I do, but. I still took took a took a shot at this too and got in touch with them and we're not going to do a whole first round but I feel like the first ten would be pretty interesting because I ha- I have a couple pro- trades projected uh so I, I figured let's let's sit down and we'll kind of go over this and see uh see what how we come up with things see how Walt will do things if he was uh drafting for each of the ten teams and how I have it done so well um everyone's gonna give the wings the wing <laughs> Buffalo's gonna get, gonna trade. Their top pick to the wings for uh, Danny to Kaiser. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that is the that is the classic trade that that people always try to pull. Uh, I think a seventh and Daniel Cleary for and Helm for Malkin should get it done. Oh, okay, I don't, I don't understand. What, what, that's not going to work. That's that uh, you. Pittsburgh's not biting. Uh, no one's stupid. Who would have thought, man? Who yeah. would have thought? You know, and and w- another thing I always say is, you know, like. Because people like bash, like the like the bash on Ken, like the bash Ken Holland. Sure, and, you know some of it. Yeah, has he been perfect? No, no. But, I, but you know the the thing I const, the constant narrative I hear around here for for reasons I don't understand is that he can't. Well, he can't operate with a salary cap. What do you mean? Right. Because who who are the who are the big name free agents that Ken Holland ever went after and overpaid for? You know, I mean, honestly, it was e- even in the heyday before the salary cap era. Who 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 are the big name free agents that, that they went out and just gave a bunch of money to? Everybody's very comfortable saying that they bought the O bought every cup. Uh, and you want to make the argument that O two was bought when they see, with Hall and Robertson. I disagree but, with that one because Buffalo that was Hassock was a trade because his contract was up and the Sabres wanted to get something in return for right. him. And so and Ken Holland and the GM at the time they happened to be friends, yeah. you know. So they make that deal. Uh, Luke Robitaille, he was he, Luke Robitaille, he was what thirty four. Oh yeah, both of the guys. Yeah. You know, yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't exactly twenty-seven. Yeah, they weren't. I and mean, they weren't you know, the top line player. They didn't play in know, the top two lines. Brett Hall again. <laughs> he he was on the back nine. Right. You know, they a bunch of guys on the back nine, and also, and your main guys were guys who had already been established. Yeah. You know, Eiserman, Listrom, Fedorov, Holmstrom, Draper, McCarty. You know, Shanahan, who they who they acquired via trade. That was the that was actually the the only playoff run too where they had Shane and Eisenman and Fedorov together on that top line. Yeah, they played together, which just how scary. <laughs> how they how they lose yeah. because you were coming out with that, and then it was young Datsu coming out with Hall as and the next line. Who was the other? Who was the other kid? Uh, Devereaux, boy yeah. Devereaux playing on the right. Yep, and uh, then they get the grinder the grind lined out there, and then it was Larianoff, Holmstrom, and Robitaille was the fourth line yeah. on that. Uh, that was the line he's getting rolled out by Detroit. I mean, the, and, and also, in, and in also, you have to remember they they walked away from Marty Lapointe. Yeah, they let Marty Lapointe go off and sign his major deal with the Boston Bruins. Yeah, and he was out of the league two years later. Did he make it another two years? He made he made it ish. He he had a couple. He was in Boston, and, and then he, he had, ended up Chicago. He was in he? Chicago for a cup of tea, and he was in Ottawa for a bit. I don't even remember you know, the Ottawa yeah. part of the point. <laughs> yeah. Nope, no call. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, like that's one of those. I'm like, who? Like I was asking people, like, well, they went out. They 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 got that guy. Like, well, that was 
Shanahan, that was a trade. That was right. an in-season trade. Like I said, the 0-2 is the only one I'll listen to. The rest of them, it's like but, Dallas Drake was the big free agent right, on the you know, on right. the team. You know, in, in like, a, you know, you know it's, it's deadline acquisitions, yeah. and it's it's trades. That's and, I mean, and draft and, picks. Like, Homegrown. You, you build your team through the draft, and then you add pieces as yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, that's yep. what, You're exactly right. Look what the Capitals did. Yeah. That's what the Capitals did. Those Penguins did. That's what everyone's done, mm-hmm. you know. Chicago, L.A. Well, I mean, you, we talked about it, and and NBC did a lot. Where you know George McPhee left, did he leave two years ago? Uh, three, three years ago. Yeah. Yet they still had at least half that roster playing. It was all, it was all, all his three, guys. you know, all three his years guys. guys. Yeah. So you're exactly right, and you know, Backstrom drafted, Kuznetsov drafted. Yeah. I mean, and and every again, I Ovechkin, go back to, Carlson, yeah. I go back to Pittsburgh. Everyone just killed Pittsburgh for hiring Rutherford because Rutherford didn't know what he was doing in Carolina and right. took that franchise back. And Pittsburgh brings him in. Oh, two Stanley Cups. Okay. Makes a trade for Phil Castle. Right. And you, <laughs> you have know? to remember, those Cups were in foregone conclusions because Pittsburgh had five years where they didn't win a Cup or go to a Cup Finals with that, no. with those guys out there. No. So, I mean, he, he shows up and all of a sudden, oh, okay. Yep. You know, it, I mean, it, it's it's funny how a bounce of a puck can make you a genius or an idiot, right? Yeah. <laughs> Are you referring to the goalpost that hit the shot that hit the goalpost by Ottawa in double overtime? <laughs> you love to go back to that one. That's one of the few things that I know is coming they sometimes. Were one a shot away. And then they were the then they were one of the worst teams in the league. I'm picking fourth. Yeah, I go. I know. Go figure. All right. So um. So let's 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 fire this out. Okay. So here's what here's what we're gonna do. Um. Like I I'm gonna. When it comes to the when it when it gets to the wings, I'm going to be 100 percent honest with you. I'm going to be extremely biased because I know the two players. I, the two players I've been championing for the wings to pick since pretty much January. Yeah. Brady Kachuk or Quinn Hughes, yeah. either one of those guys, or you know if. Well, I I I go spot I go special. You know, or, so you know if 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 you know if Ken Holland can go ahead and uh, get get that that Montreal Canadian GM on the phone. <laughs> That's <laughs> even get that third pick. See, I, well, I, 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 are we both agreeing that Buffalo's not going to screw this up and they're going to go with Darlene first? I am. I'm going to, I'm going to go on with the first pick of the 2018 NHL draft. Buffalo will not screw it up. They will take Rasmus Darlene, the defenseman out of, uh, out of Sweden. The Swedish defenseman. Yep. And I mean, I, I, Carolina, they're going to take, uh, Sveshnikov at two. No, they're not. You don't think so? The Carolina Hurricanes. Are going to be taking the sixth pick, the thirtieth pick, and the thirty-sixth pick from the Detroit Red Wings. And the Detroit Red Wings are going to go up and get uh, Andre Svechnikov. Look at you! They're going to trade, <laughs> and they still will have that thirty-third pick. So they're going to use thirty-three and thirty-six and six to go up to two. And Ken Holland is thinking, okay, my my first line is playing this year with uh, Larkin, Mantha, and Bertuzzi. And we're a year or two away from the Savechnikovs being winged uh, with uh, being centered by Rasmussen. And we have two lines hmm. under everybody under what, 27? Yeah. And Young skill days. for days, ready to go. And I think that he's going to, I think with the three picks in the 30s right there, I think he's going to go up, package him, and go get him. Hmm. Okay. I disagree with that, but hey, it's, I mean, you know, hey, you never know. You it's gotta do, roll the dice, it's right? Fun, right? What fun is it if we just leave it as is? Although the NHL right? doesn't usually see a lot of trades in the top ten, so I, I really go wild on this one. But that's right, that's what so I have. What do you think, Montreal? They are going to take Brady Kachuk. They are going to take him, uh, and they're going to pair him right away with Jonathan Drouin. He's ready to go. 
Uh, he'll spend no time in the minors. But Brady Kachuk, he's not French. I know. I do know this. And you know what? They're they're going to run the risk. They also created a need for a winger with Galchenyuk being traded. Yeah. I mean, yes, they got Domi. So, yeah, they, you know. Well, 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 technically, Galchenyuk was a center, but. Well, they that's their thing. They don't really actually have any centers. They didn't know what he was. And there didn't seem to be from from what I saw research wise, there didn't really seem to be a number one center to go in the top that needed to get that that it would be a reach. The best center that, according to what I was looking at, listed as a center iceman, nobody had him going higher than seven. So I I didn't want to reach and I took the left winger. Jesper Kokomi. I mean, he's. You know, yeah, that's the name I've seen. But I saw him. I took the, uh, took a look at three or four different mocks. Nobody had him higher than five, and right. most had him going yeah. six or seven. So right. I didn't. I did figure we won't reach Montreal. Trying to be smart here, mm. and yeah. they, you know, they're hell bent on Drew being a center. So let's get him some wing help. All right. So I and I think uh, with the fourth pick, Ottawa Senators. But what do you? What do you? Where is Montreal going? Uh, Montreal. I think I think they're going to take a defenseman. And I think it would, it would be uh, Noah Dobson. Okay. Out of the queue. Which makes sense because obviously they, you know, the defend, you know, they traded for a defenseman that's 32 or 31, getting old. He's their Minotaur and just got hurt for half a year. I'm on board with that. I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah, it's going great. I mean, uh, you know. (laughs) Other than that, you know, that that trade is working out super great. Uh, Well, I don't know about that. Well, well, maybe it won't after the draft. We'll see. So neither of us having uh, uh, Zadina going uh, in the top three. Because that the kind of consensus one two three was yeah. was uh, was uh, Zadina going third. Neither well, of us did that. Go, I think he's going to go fourth to Ottawa. See now, I think Ottawa is going to prepare for the loss uh, of Carlson, and I think they're going to take Noah Dobson. Oh, okay. is what I have him doing because I think they know that Carlson's there. If he survives without being traded, I don't <laughs> think that they're going to be able to keep him. So you might well, as well, well, you're going to need a demon. <laughs> two players who clearly need to be out of Ottawa. But <laughs> Yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll hit on that later. Yes. That story. <laughs> that is an unbelievable story. That's a... Woo-wee. Yeah, that... I I can't wait. To, I came out. I, just, I didn't know what to say. Yeah. We'll, let, we'll hold it. We'll come back yeah, from the we'll, break we'll with that. We'll, it, we'll, um, we'll get through this, but that is an interesting story. So, and but, now, now... But yeah, I have him going Ford Ottawa. Okay. And you have you have Dobson going, going to Ottawa. Going Ford, yep. All right, so for the... Fifth pick, the Arizona Coyotes. Um, I think a deal gets done here. Oh, you got a deal? Okay. What do you What do you have? Well, Arizona they just locked up OEL for long term. Yep. Eight um, years, eighty million, right? Yep. Ten yep. Ten million a year. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, eight. No, eight times eight. Sixty four. Okay, yeah. that's what it was. Okay, it's eight yep. times eight. Yeah. Uh, Calgary Flames don't have a first round pick. They don't have they don't have a first round pick or a second round pick or they don't pick until like one yeah one oh five or something yeah yeah they pick up they have pick one oh five so they're not going to be picking for a while. They need they need a draft pick. So I think they make a move. Okay, uh, swap Arizona and they make think they trade they ship Hamannik off. To Arizona, okay, for the for the fifth overall pick, okay, and I think the Calgary Flames break my heart and and take Quinn Hughes, okay. So you have him going defenseman, yeah, and you have the Flames going defenseman, yeah, moving up. I like it. 
Well, I like moving. It. They again. They no. They have no picks. Right. <laughs> no. I. Exactly. You're exactly right. They're going to be sitting tight into the third round. Um. I have. It seems like Arizona has a hundred young forwards. I don't know. Yes, every year they have a ton of forwards, and yeah. so that was my logic as well with going defenseman. I have them taking Evan Bouchard. Okay. Yeah. I have the uh, the London six two. 196. Yeah, I, I, Arizona I, stays there. I like I like him a lot. Too. Um kind of fills in. I mean, even though they have Ekman Larson, uh the rest Come of the blue here. line, right. Galagoski is 34 and probably not or 32 and probably not really a number two. Charmelson was hurt all last year. I think they'd be bet really well served to go ahead and get themselves a defenseman as well. All right. Well, all right. Now the wings wings at six. I have them taking Brady Kachuk because I want that. Okay. <laughs> do you really I, honestly do you think it might be is he gonna still be on the board at that point? Uh no, probably okay. not. But um but if like my, my hope I want Brady Kachuk. Okay. But what I think is gonna happen, I think they're gonna take Evan Bouchard. Okay. At at the six pick, which again he can move the puck and he he can quarterback power play. Uh, that's Sign me up. <laughs> Sign me up right now. That's like, fine with me. Literally, have not had had a defenseman quarterback to power play since five. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, it's I like um, uh, with with Carolina trading down. Uh, this is Carolina's pick. I have him taking Quentin Hughes out of Michigan. Okay. And for some reason, there's a lot of rumors about Noah Hannafin getting traded. So I think that yeah, they're going to that's been that's that's been out for about three or four weeks. But that's, I that's been a rumor for about a year. Now. Oh, really? OK, going back it's to, going back to the offseason last year. It's really hit my eyes in the last three or four weeks. There was talk. They were talking with Boston, but any deal there started with I want to say DeBrusque and Boston was like, no, yeah, absolutely um, not. Right now, it's it's looking like Vancouver. It was. Yes. Was, and that was the, the new team that I heard. But well, I mean, he's an, he's. RFA after next year as well. So yeah, so uh, maybe they're worried. Uh, I, it seems weird to me that you'd be getting rid of a twenty-one-year-old defenseman. <laughs> I, I I never yeah, that is good. That is already good. I mean, people Noah yeah. Hannafin is a good defenseman. Yes, he is. Um, so I, I it feels like that if he's going, uh, they do have. I think their sixteenth, um, two thousand sixteen first round pick is Jake Bean, and he was taken thirteenth overall. It was either seventeen or sixteen. Yeah. So they've got some defense help coming, but I still think that they will go defenseman and take Quentin Hughes at six. Yeah, um, man. I got another trade at seven. Okay, go for All it. All right, Fire you ready? Off. Go for All it. right, so Vancouver's got it right now. Okay. Um, and, I, and I'm doing this because the talks are going well. Vancouver is going to trade the seventh. Um... I'm sorry. Yep. The Vancouver is going to trade this, their seventh pick and their 68th pick to the New York Islanders. Ooh. The Islanders are going to give up pick 11, 41, and 43. So they're going to get to keep 12 as well. So they'll be drafting seven and 12, but they give up okay. both of their second rounders. And at seven, they will take Philippe Zanina to play opposite jo- uh, Jonathan, uh, uh, John Tavares. John Tavares. Tavares. <laughs> <laughs> I had a couple beers with the family at Jay, Father's Day. Yeah, so Come on, I. I'm yeah, sorry. So yeah. Um. Okay. I got. I have Vancouver. I have Vancouver keeping their pick, and I have them taking um, winger Oliver Wallstrom. So you still have Zadina on the board. Did you have it? Have you used them yet? No, no. I said Ottawa was going to take them. Oh, that's right. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. I was going to say okay. Yeah. No, I said Ottawa four. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, they take the winger Oliver Wallstrom. Uh, good, quick, tough, tough, tough on the puck. 
really I, I got to watch him up close because he plays for the U.S. National yep. team, uh, National Development Team out there in Plymouth. So, so I got to watch him up close and personal a couple times this season. Can Can I just tell you how wrong you are? Because okay. he's actually going to go eight to Chicago, which is what uh. I have. They need they they keep trading away their forwards. I don't really I mean Hartman's in Nashville now. I don't yeah. really know what they're doing. So they need a good young strong forward, and then I penned them in there. See, I have them taking uh, Barrett Hatton at eight to Chicago. I don't, oh, look at you. See, now that's one I don't even have in my top ten. Plays for Sault Ste. Marie. Okay. In, in the O. All right. I got them taking him. And then at, at nine, I have the Rangers taking Akil Thomas from Niagara Ice Dogs, right winger. Kid, kid has did himself a lot of good favors in the World Juniors this year, shot, shot himself up draft boards. It's going to be a bit of a reach, I think, but I – It'll, I think it'll kind of the Rangers have have a history of taking chances on uh, on guys in the first round. So okay, all right. They have a bit. Of, it sometimes it goes well, sometimes it doesn't go well. Um, I have them taking. You said the name so perfectly, so I'm going to leave it to you. Yes, Barry Katkinemi. Katkinemi. Yep. Um, and really, it's I thought defense for a hot minute. But I think they need to sort out the five young defensemen that they have between D'Angelo, O'Gara, Pionk, Gilmore, and Sh- and Brady Shea. Brady yeah. Shea not isn't he's a, he's still young. Yeah. But what are these guys? <laughs> You've got five young defensemen that have not played a lot in the league um, with Shattenkirk and um, who's still there? Uh, Stahl. Uh, it's kind of your other guys. And there's rumors about Stahl possibly being bought out, but I guess the Rangers came out and said that that is not the case. They would not be buying out uh, Stahl. If you want it, the the interesting thing for, for people wondering about the buyouts, look who's somebody who's in the last year of their deal, so that the buyout, you're only paying for it for one year. That the, That's a prime candidate for a buyout because yeah. there was a, a an article and it was that I saw that it was all the the prime candidates to be bought out, and that was kind of what I was – they're all in last year deal. So anybody who's got one year left on a deal that the team's really probably getting killed on, that's a prime candidate to, yeah. to, to, to see him get bought out. Or, you know, Brendan Smith, because the Rangers really screwed that one up. But that's fine. Um, they still take uh, <laughs> Katakoski and figure out what they're doing with the best of uh, the rest of the young defensemen that they have on their squad already. All right. Now, finish up the top 10. The Edmonton Oilers. What do you, what do you think they're going to do? Uh I am taking Adam Bofquist. I'm sorry. Go, go, yeah. Okay. I said that wrong. Bofquist? No, that is right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, because let's face it, I think that at this point, their best defenseman is Adam Larson. Darnell Nurse is probably right there. Um, Sakara, they have a lot of okay defensemen, good yeah. defensemen. <laughs> they need, and, yeah. uh, and I don't know if, if Bofquist is necessarily going to be a number one, but the way you make your defense core better is just be very good throughout. And I think that that's going to be help. Yeah. So um, it tempted to tinkle winger here just to get somebody else to score with, yeah. with McDavid. We'll see. Yeah. Cause I have him taking Joel uh, Far- Farby. Okay. Um, Farby, Farby, Farby. Again, another kid out of us, uh, us national development team. Boy, that, that really turns out the players, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Couple couple guys are pretty good. Yeah, they they have some they have some talented guys who show up there. Yeah, they do. Yeah, that's um, a that's a great point. Yeah, I have them taking him as a wing to play with McDavid <laughs> right away and <laughs> certain lineup. Or, day or, one, yeah, or possibly play with um the other guy. Um, Dry settle. There we go. I the only reason not. I will never forget his name because I he would be on my all name team. 
<laughs> I don't know why I love that name. I, I can't really put my finger on I, why. I had I had a blank. I oh, drew, I drew a blank that's fine. A I do about every yeah. six to eight minutes, so you're you're really nothing to worry about. But uh, yeah, I mean, because see, because they want. I mean, he's he's a center, uh, and they're paying him to lock it down at center. Know, do something. Yeah. You know? uh, McDavid, you're one. Well, we need it too. Um, and, I mean, and it's you know, I mean, Nugent Hopkins, he. You know, I mean, I, I think they're going to go with the, they're going to look at a winger to try to add some to more scoring because I mean, look, you know, you you look look at their look look at their uh, their their lineup, the breakdown for the for the team in scoring this year. You know, yeah. it's it's McDavid, Drysaitel, and then everyone else. Yeah, like, did you guys even try? Um, <laughs> and you know, I I saw and I don't usually like to throw a lot of rumors out here, but just to give you an idea of some things that that, that could be happening is, um. I guess it was it was that the Oilers. I don't even know if this is really a surprise. Are looking to trade Lucic, and they're the, looking to do something. The note came in that it was not for cap reasons, and I had to chuckle. The little pop up that I had was like looking to trade the Edmonton Oilers, looking to trade Milan Lucic, comma not for cap reasons. I'm like, no, they absolutely want to clear up the seven million dollars that they're giving in Milan Lucic. Okay, okay, it, okay, if not for cap reasons, then then McDavid is banging his wife. Like, so, I mean, or his wife is stalking the other wife or right, something right, like that. Like not for cap reasons. Okay, what are the reasons then? Please give me give me give me one other reason. Uh, I just I mean if you just unless the reasons are straight up we we screwed up from the word go, that's really about the only reasons. He he's not a fit. Yep. You don't say. Yeah, I know. What are, what are the odds of that? Yeah, so the draft gets Draft is Friday night. Round one is Friday night. You can catch it on NBC Sports Network. I believe it starts at eight. Do you have anything? So the, in the little quick projection or the little quick mock that we did here, you had Hamannick being the only uh, player dealt here in the top yeah. ten. Do you foresee anybody else in any deal? Um, well, the potentially Rangers, the Rangers have three first round picks. The Wings have two first round picks. I wouldn't be shocked to see one of those teams make a move or u- use those picks to acquire something else. Islanders have four in the first forty five. Yeah, I mean, Islanders have the back to back, right? Know, eleven, and, twelve. I mean, now, now, do they make a? I mean, they could easily make a deal to get eleven, twelve, and thirteen. Yeah, <laughs> you know, do what Boston did a couple years ago. Yeah, you know, so I mean, it's. I think I. Toronto's another team I feel like they they might look to make a move to move up, possibly. Now, and again, going with – just because I've only started to get into the draft, I think, really the last three years with the NHL draft. Because normally I've never really known much about players before they get to the league. And I don't know if it's just from this or it just so happens that, you know, maybe wanting to see what Detroit had coming up in the pipeline because playoffs were getting iffy and who was coming up next. But it, it – it's something that I have kept an eye on a little bit more. You don't normally see, you know, I kind of threw this out earlier, but it, it's true. You don't normally see a lot of draft day trades at the NHL draft, do you? In terms of like, okay, we have four or we have 20, we want to move up to four or we have um, eight, we want to move up to four. It's, it's, it's been a lot. It's been a lot more, um, <clears throat> a lot more common in the last like three or four years. You start okay. to see a lot more, a lot, a lot more trades are being made. On draft day in the last couple of years, you're starting to, especially in the first round, like with player movement and everything. I mean, we're really starting to kind of see that. And, you know, th- this week, hey, this is, this is potential trade week, right? Right. I mean, you know, the, the Ottawa Senators, are, you know, obviously we all know about Eric Carlson and, 
you know, Hoffman, but it's <laughs> that trait just got a little difficult for uh, <laughs> well, yeah, be- Hoffman trait just got a little difficult for other teams to make. <sighs> but you know, it's they, they might not get, they're not going to get as much for for him as they probably would have thought they would have. Yeah, because now it looks like they just really need to get one of them out of there for sure. Uh, well, you know, he he was already kind of on the board as the guy. Yeah. You know they were looking to trade, but you know, um, you know, you know, I mean, the Max, the Max Domi deal from Arizona and Montreal. I mean, you that almost feels like two teams, like two young guys who just for whatever reason just didn't work there. Change of scenery, yeah, might help. But I, I felt that way about Galchenyuk for a while. Like right. he needs, he need to get out of Montreal. Right, he was. They were just killing him there. And Max Domi for that, he he hit that ceiling quick, didn't he? Yeah. so maybe a change that's maybe a good change of scenery for those guys maybe maybe help helps them out um uh yeah i think that's the best that that i think that you got to hope for although i'm you know montreal or arizona's taking on more of a con no actually galchiniak's up in a couple years right he's not a bridge deal he's not like a seven eight million dollar player no no so that's uh Domi's coming up to restricted free agency though. No, he, uh, uh, sign, well, he did well, he, sign. He, he said after the deal. Extension. Yep. Okay. Yep. 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 So he gets two years to feel <laughs> feel out the 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 Montreal process, and if yeah, he wants right. to be a part of it, he's probably more excited about that as the Montreal getting him off the books in two years. Yeah, Galchenyuk has two years left on his deal at four point nine, and he it says here on NHL.com that he's looking forward to being center. So is he going to be the second line center under Stepan? Stepan and Galchiniak being your your anchor centers there in Arizona. Oh, I mean, I think that's the hope. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. Just no. just simply uh, thinking out loud here because they they have the wing, they have the young wingers. Well, I mean, well, Keller's a center too. You know? Is he okay? Yeah. So I mean, but he can go back and forth. I mean, you kind of you you just hope you can kind of sort it out. Can't I? I mean, and this is where I I defer to you, the the guy that's been in the locker room, but. For the most part, can't you move a center easily play wing? Is it a relatively easy transition, or is it is it is it tough and it's, you don't really want to do it? It can be. It, it's it's difficult because when you're because the the your your responsibilities at a from center to wing sure shift shift dramatically, you know, and your the defensive responsibility of a center. Is a lot greater than than of a winger as well, right? So would the, that's um, why I think center I mean, to winger because it'd be easier. Yeah, but also at the same time, you you're you're also like the quarterback. You you have the puck, right? You know, and right? You, you're making things happen, sure. And so in in that respect, some guys, you know, like Gauchinyuk, it can be difficult for him to make things happen. Who doesn't always have the puck? You know, right. I mean, you know, it, it's the equivalent of being a point guard in basketball. Okay, you know, like you're you like your point guard. He gets the ball and he. He gets things moving, right. you know, f- for the team, you know, and if a guy doesn't have that, and that's what you're used to, you know, because then you, okay, well, you got to figure out your spots or where to go, you know, it's it's a different mindset, okay, and you know, it's it was, it was you know, it was, it was one of those things like with me now, especially playing beer league, I don't play center anymore, I play oh. wing, okay, and that was weird, really, <laughs> it was weird, like just beer league hockey for me, sure, because you you because you still kind of de- divert to what you know. Right, you know, it's if when you, you do something for so long, right? Absolutely, you know, it's okay. absolutely, you know. But yeah, it's so so that's why it's it's a little difficult. I just because the from reason the offensive side, from the offensive point of view, because what I what I think of and the reason why I asked that is then is it does the trade then be I don't want to say become questionable, but okay, if you're gonna have Galchiniak play center and uh, 
Keller started the year with like 13 goals in his first 10 games yeah, or something cool silly off. like that. He did cool off, yeah. but you'd feel like you'd want to get him first or second line minutes. And now, yeah. in theory, you're dropping him down to third line center, which, I mean, maybe that's a good thing because you're trying to get him against the lower defensive pairing to see if he can't stay warm throughout the year. But it just that was kind of my wondering. I said, are you taking minutes away from Keller that I one of those young I, guys I that you feel want? I like they'll figure that out. Okay. They'll yeah. sort it out. Yeah. You know, you hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for their sake. <laughs> you hope. I mean, and. Uh, coyotes they have old yeah just a lot of young guys <laughs> let's see i'm looking at the oldest forward they have dave Bo- is technically dave bolin <laughs> yeah but, okay you know uh, marcus kruger 28 they don't have a single forward over the age of over the age of 20 over the age of 30 Stepan's not 30 he's 27 God, it doesn't he's just feel been like around forever. Yes, he's just one of those guys. My God, the, I mean, it's it's the old adage, like it's a, it's the uh, the Epstein or yeah. uh, or Drew Neitzel, yeah. right? Like, yeah. <laughs> they've been around for. Ha, haven't you been in college for like ten years? Yeah. What are you, how are you still here? Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> when you start right away and your team plays a lot of hockey. Yeah. That's that's how you get stuck with that. The Rangers were yeah. played a lot of hockey, and he. If you get in at 18 and we're seeing you play well into the postseason a couple of years and in the yeah, cup finals, it feels like it feels, yeah, we've I mean, seen you more. And it's just like, you know, Ovechkin's only 32. I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> and it feels like he's been in the league for 20 years. And he's going, he's graying and everything, man. He's got the gray showing a little bit. Yeah. I call that character. Uh, that is character. <laughs> I call it character. Well, That's before, what I call it. before we go to break, I do have, I do have some news here. So, uh, we, we have a sponsor and I'm just very want to get their word out here. Yes. Yes. You do. Okay. I was going to. Yes. I, yeah, we, we, we forgot yes, we did. And week. I was not going to do that today. So yeah. if you can't seem to stay ahead of your bills, then this message is actually for you. How would you like to have a large portion of your credit card debts, medical bills, and department store debt forgiven? National Credit Relief would like to give you free information. That is free, F-R-E-E, on a proven debt forgiveness program. This program has been used by thousands to legally forgive millions in unsecured debt. It's not bankruptcy. It's not consolidation. This special program actually wipes clean a portion of your debt that is forgiven from what you owe your creditors. Call for free information and get all your questions answered in the first free call. The more you owe, the more you can save. If you have at least $10,000 or more in credit card bills, this debt forgiveness program can be very effective. Call for free information and find out more now. 1-800-218-7170. There's no cost or obligation for this for the information. Don't wait. Call 800 218 7170. That's 800-218-7170. Get your debt problems solved. Call 1-800-218-7170 today. We are back here in the box. I'm Walt. I'm Thomas. We're here um, living a better life in Ottawa. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So the Ottawa Senators, uh, if case you're yeah, you haven't followed what's going on there. So it came out this week that uh, their superstar player, Eric Carlson, who's on his way out, who's basically on his way out. Right. Um, he now he and his wife they they lost their baby earlier this year and during the season. And but it came out this week that his teammate Mike Hoffman's fiance. It was being accused of like just cyberbullying, basically. Yeah. Uh, Eric Carlson's wife and wishing that 
And this is before anything happened with the baby, but but wishing that her baby died and all this all this stuff and like it. Now apparently, this the team knew about it months ago. <laughs> like I mean, like back in, I guess May they found out. Well, they did a good job hiding or, it. For no, a month. no, I'm sorry, not May, like March, February, or March. Yeah, they found out. Like everyone so- knew. And from everything that I've heard and read, it's it. It sounds like Mike Hoffman. He's he's denied him and his fiance. They've they've denied that they that they're behind this. But everything that I've heard, it sounds like most of the team, most of the other guys in the room, don't believe him. Really? Yeah. It's it as the reason why it's questionable, and this term has come up. Three times, really, in the last six months that I've heard it. And it just blows my mind that people actually are doing this. It all came about through a, a burner account on Twitter and Instagram. A yeah. burner account, for those of you that may not know, because like I said, with like a year ago, I don't think I knew this term, is an account you make up like a player, let's say Kevin Durant, <laughs> might make up a, you know, have KD5 as his main right. Twitter handle, but then have like John's brother, just some random ass name that nobody knows about. Yeah. Where he's saying things to defend himself, or in this case, you have the Hoffman supposedly taking shots at the Carlsons. Yeah. Or or you know, Brian Colangelo, a former <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which apparently was his wife now. Yeah, Appa- it was his wife. Yeah. I've heard conflicting story yeah, of the, the wife doing four of the burner accounts and him only on one of them. Yeah, it's that's this idea of creating secondary oh my god. I did that on AIM when I was thirteen. That was the last time I thought that was a good idea. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, girls just do that in college with, with when aim. Jeez, with aim oh, MySpace, making fake MySpace. Uh, yeah. yeah, you said the operative word, women. Oh my god, what's going on? Yeah. So, so yeah, this whole thing now. Mike Hoffman and his fiance, they sense uh, they've come out to defend themselves, and it's kind of funny that you bring him up, Daniel Winnick, because. His wife is mentioning it at, because she emailed uh, Hoffman's fiance and said, basically saying that she was a horrible and disgusting person and for for what she wrote about the Carlsons, <laughs> and she had no idea about it. And I guess Hoffman said he approached Eric Carlson about it, and Carlson just told him, "We know it was her," and and wouldn't go into any other detail about it. And now, like I said, it's it sounds like most of the players kind of believe that, yeah, this is true. Wow. It's I mean Has it come out like the bad like the why the bad blood between the two really it's the women. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I mean, is it isn't it? Is it not? Um I mean it's and and it's one of those things because now it's it was Car- it's Hoffman's fiance, Monica yeah. Carrick. That's taking shots at Melinda Carlson. She's not taking shots at Eric. If I if I've read everything right, and I, I could have misread it because it was it was Melinda that filed Melinda Carlson that filed the protective order alleging that Carrick underwent a campaign of harassment that plagued the Carlsons after the death of their son and much throughout the last NHL season. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what what can we? I mean, what can you say? Yeah, and, it's just like it's. And 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 now, but here here's the thing, because Hoffman he was you know the Senators were planning on trading him anyway, and now the, a trade becomes difficult with another team because now well he has his fiance who clearly he, he clearly loves and cares about, 
But now if another team goes in to try to make a trade, you know, they're going to have to sit down and talk with their captain. Right. And talk with and have their and talk with the wives and make sure that they're okay with bringing him in with her. I mean, you know, this it's it goes it goes beyond the hockey situation at this point because it's like, okay, well, that's fine if you're good on the ice, but if you're going to come here and you're going to have all this drama and all, and she's going to bring all this drama with you, we don't want it. Right. You know, and <laughs> it's, and you know, part of it, this probably goes completely away if he breaks up with her, but you know, <laughs> I know, but that's, I mean, you, how odd is it that you got to make these decisions about your personal life with your, just to be able to make on the team and things that have happened. It's just uh, unbelievable story. The Ottawa citizens, Bruce Garrich um, has, has come out and said that even since this has come out, there are reports that as many as 10 teams are still interested in trading for Hoffman. Well, he's got a lot of skill. He's a good hockey player <laughs> with Buffalo leading the charge and New Jersey, Vancouver and Arizona right behind them. And it's, he says most of the central division as well. <laughs> Oddly enough, he says most of the central okay. division as well. Well, I mean, you just well, I mean, going to a team with a bunch of young guys, they're not married, so it probably works out. She's yeah. not gonna she's not gonna be with anybody's wife, right? Uh, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's exactly what he needs. <laughs> Go to Buffalo. Is he gonna piss off Eichel's what twenty year old girlfriend? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, like oh, whatever. <laughs> that's oh. um. So also in Ottawa because. What the hell is going on in Ottawa? Right. They've announced they suspended their assistant general manager, Randy Lee, who is facing harassment charges uh, <laughs> from, an indec- <laughs> from an incident that occurred during the pre-draft scouting combine in Buffalo earlier this month. Um, he He's being charged with second-degree harassment after allegedly making lewd comments and rubbing the shoulders of a 19-year-old male hotel shuttle driver in Buffalo. <laughs> what? Yeah. So there's that. Uh, <laughs> fold up shop. Like I mean, you, remember right? you kind of have to. I, I Ottawa. You got to just. We're taking a year off. Clean. Just just We're wipe everything off. out. Basically, be an expansion team. Yeah, it worked out for Vegas. So. Right, exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. Seriously, this is I mean, this this you poor got franchise. Players, wives. And and to your and to your brilliant point that you love making, which is spot on, one shot away, one goalpost away from being in the cup final last year. And then apparently it all what the hell's gonna happen to Winnipeg? Uh, <laughs> What's gonna happen to Winnipeg yeah. and Tampa Bay? Right. Seriously? Why like, is this is this if this what happens, is this what happens to teams? Time <laughs> to start expecting conference final losers to just completely implode. Yes. This is a special kind of implosion, though. Although this also go, I I, I tell you what, and I, I could be a hundred percent wrong on this, but what happens when a team that got used to winning all of a sudden starts struggling? Yeah. <laughs> How much if this team is twenty games over five hundred instead of twenty five games under five hundred? Do we ever hear about it? Is there sniping back and forth? Do we know what the sniping was about? Maybe it was something Hoffman said, bitching about Carlson from the way he was trying to lead it because the team was struggling. Something because yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, we don't know the, yeah. what started it. Yeah, right. And eventually, we'll we'll find out. Of course, right? because that's that's just how the world works. Yep. Nothing to say secrets for long. But yeah, I mean, because I mean, I've been in a situation before in locker rooms where like there's been some internal stuff, and it's just with guys. 
Which I mean, you, you know, it, you'd have it to happens, expect more, and, right? 28, 25 different personalities you know, when yeah, you include and, the, your scratches and everything. It's not going to be perfect every day. You know, we had we had situations where a guy was screwing another guy's girl and everything, and it's just like, all right, this is affecting everybody. We lock the doors in former circle, like you settle it, kumbaya time, fix it. You two fix it. <laughs> you really? know? Punch each other or hug each other. Just get it's got to be fixed. <laughs> fix it now. You know and. And, and you know things like this. It, things like this happen in every locker room. Yeah. You know, I it's mean, not, it's it's just <laughs> it's Ottawa, and that franchise already in turmoil because their owner and you know he wants a new he wants a new rink, but the Ottawa city of Ottawa won't give it to him, so he's threatening to leave. And Gary okay, Batman is is kind of told him figure out your situation before I show up and I have to figure out your situation for you. And, and you know, it's this franchise is in dire so straits. They, <laughs> and if anybody could use a winning season, because <laughs> again, winning heals a lot. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, and, and, and now you're going to lose the arguably probably the best player ever played for your franchise. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, best I mean, arguably, I mean, Daniel Alfredson, obviously, yeah. but you know, I mean, it, it's uh, up there. Yeah, no question. You know, so it's <laughs> I don't know senators, man. I I tell you. Yeah, they uh boy, I I mean now on the flip side, now granted Hoffman only has an extra year too, but does, does this make make it all the more important to ship out Carlson? Well, I think I'm I'm convinced Carlson's going to going to Vegas. Okay, then if Carlson's going, do you have to ship out Hoffman? I if you get I, rid of one, do you have to get rid of the other? They were already they, like I said, they were shopping him during during the season. I guess we know why now. So you know, <laughs> although I, I mean, honestly, who has who hasn't who's off limits in Ottawa? Not no one. Who I mean is I mean it, really? I mean, if Carlson if Carlson's on the block, everyone runs on the out block, right. You know, what I mean? everyone's available. I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure they probably have their people who they're they're, they're gonna go. No, they right. They but. would love to have a a LeBron trading deadline in Cleveland, where LeBron, where the Cavs had fifth, what seven new guys come in and eight new guys go out or yeah. eight guys go out. Ottawa would love that right now if they could find a way to do that. <laughs> trade everybody, and then to make matters worse, they get the fourth pick this year. But unless they're out of the, they have to give next year's pick to uh, Colorado. Yep, because and. they're they're they almost. Oh my God, would they almost be better served taking the chance? That they're going to be a one or two next year because they're going to probably be the worst team in hockey this year. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I. Well, so so. I, I mean, I mean, honestly, I think what they should. I mean, they've already come out and said they're keeping the pick. They're not going to give it to Colorado, but I mean, I, I would, I would maybe bite the bullet this year and say screw it because at worst they would be four. Yeah, if they're the worst team in hockey, right, if yeah. three people pass them, they're going to get four. I mean, you because you got you know, Hoff is not going to be there. You know, I mean, Carlson's gone. And if Anderson doesn't all miraculously remember how to save pucks, right. I mean, they don't have anybody to score it. They don't have anybody to stop it. Bobby Ryan's going to score 30 for you next year. <laughs> you know? If they get 30 from him while, during the course of the rest of his contract, they should be thrilled. <laughs> that's four more years. That's 7.2, by the way. I don't know how you don't. I I think they should be really giving a second thought of being like, you know what? Let, let's literally start over and not even take the pick this year. <laughs> I mean, I because I trade Carlson and Hoffman, probably you first round pitch for those guys, right? So you come back with three first round talents next year. Oh yeah, but yeah, it's 
I mean, yeah, you're gonna. It's unless <laughs> it's 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 a Phil Kessel. It's a Phil Kessel. Uh, Boston Toronto trade situation because yep. Toronto gave Boston that first round pick that wasn't lottery protected for Phil Kessel because they thought there's no way we're going to be a lottery team right. next year, right? <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> I I mean I I you would have I'm sure Ottawa thought this obviously they thought the same thing. Well, yeah, what what the, when the deal was done, I just these numbers strike in my head because we talked about it shortly after. I believe they were five five and five or five five and one or something like yeah, that. They were, yeah, they were right at five hundred when they made the Duchesne deal, and we're like, all right, we're bringing in Duchesne. We mm-hmm. were a game away from the Cup Finals last year. We got this all worked out. Finally, this is gonna be this is gonna be great. We're gonna take off now. Yeah, we're not gonna protect it. It's fine. And literally, everything just fell apart. <laughs> Went yeah, did not go well. No. It'll yeah. it'll be very interesting to see what what happens over in Ottawa over the course of the next two years, three years. Yeah. Uh, I mean, who knows how long that this? I mean, because not just the Carlson and Hoffman thing, just the the stadium thing, and trying to figure out who's doing what. It's just going to be, you know, the GM thing. It's just a really weird situation. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. Well, and so, well, go, going from one. A Canadian team in shambles to another Canadian team in shambles. The Montreal Canadiens, we mentioned a little, touched on a little bit in the first hour. Canadiens make a trade with uh, Arizona Coyotes. They trade Alex Galchenyuk for Max Domi, uh, two two players who, like I said, just look like they just needed a change of scenery. I think for both those guys, and they're going to get it. Um, Bergevin's just being destroyed in Montreal for the trade. Are they, is he ever not going to be? I mean, he. Well, he hasn't proven himself to be a competent trading guy, so I can't really say. Well, did you know that it. they have four second round picks? They got a first, a four, a third, and three fourths. Montreal? Yeah. Hmm. They might be moving. I'm guessing that that's going to lead to some shifting. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a. Uh, Montreal, they get a, a good young winger who, I mean, Max Domi, he scored what? Let's see. He's only twenty three. So uh, where, where's the, where, I just had his stats. I got him. He's got nine each of the last two years. He scored nine goals. Okay. Uh, he eighty two games in seventeen eighteen nine goals thirty six assists forty five points. Yeah, his rookie year was a good year. Yeah, he yeah. fifty two points. He 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 and uh, Anthony Declare on that uh, on that top line. They both had stellar years that year, and, just, and they're both gone. Yeah. <laughs> I. I uh, Where's the <laughs> okay? All right. You know, three years ago, this guy was in talks for be- for potentially being a uh, a call a Calder finalist, and now he's dealt out too. Okay, well, do do what you got to do. But uh, yeah, that's oof. Yeah, it's I mean, and Gauching Yuck, a guy, uh, he came in a lot of fanfare. For him uh, going into Montreal, just never found a fit no. there for for whatever reason. Just never, he just never fit there. Um, Montreal could, and I'm gonna, they could really use a bounce back year from literally every player on their roster. <laughs> they need Carey Price, Jonathan Drun, Max Pacioretty, Andrew Shaw, Gallagher, Domi. Uh, Weber, Petrie, Halster. <laughs> they need all these guys to have better, like significantly better Everyone years than they had last be year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
And I mean, they're they're capable of it. We we've seen them be better, but significantly better. Although they they might get it from Pacioretty because he's in a contract year. Uh, and Pacioretty's going to get traded this week. Oh, okay, all right, there it is. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to get traded this week. They got a lot of cap space. They do. They got twenty one roster spots, but still fourteen million in cap space. And that's going to. And they have a lot of RFAs too, but I don't think anybody's going to cost them that much. Well, Philip Deneau should cost them a little bit to keep. He's yeah. a he's a good player. But their decor is already set. They got eight defensemen under contract for next year, so they don't have to worry about that. They got their two goaltenders. Do they? <laughs> Anti Niemi's numbers for as bad as they were the first month. Yeah, yeah. He 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 reached that that C reached the level. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> in three games with Pittsburgh, <laughs> this is great. This is fantastic. Great. Three games in Pittsburgh, 750 and a 797 save percentage. He goes to Florida, plays two games there, 5.08 and 872. <laughs> that lit up. And then he goes to Montreal, plays 19 games, 2.46, 929. Yeah. That's beyond respectable. You play those you put those numbers up in 50 games, your yeah. team probably had a good season. I mean, but and, and here's the thing, you look at it though, like he goes to Montreal Clearly, the worst of the three teams he played, played yes. on this year, right? Absolutely, <laughs> and he absolutely he was fantastic. I mean, Pittsburgh got knocked out in the second round. Florida missed the playoffs by a point. Montreal was bar- bargain basement, and he Montreal, was. They were out in December. Go figure, man. They were eliminated about two weeks before the Wings were. It's man, hockey's a funny game, isn't it? Yeah. Well, speaking of the Wings, oh, we're gonna talk about them. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, we got it's. It's a big week here. Uh, we got the draft coming up Friday night. The Wings will pick their highest pick since <laughs> oh, in almost 30 years. Yep. <laughs> Picking number six. Um every, I I mean, I expect them to keep the pick. I mean, you you have them obviously in our, in our little marketer, you had them trading up to get to two. But I, I think they're I, I think they're gonna be at in that six spot. Um I guess I want Brady Chuck or Quinn Hughes, just because. I mean, I've watched those both of. I've been, I mean, I've been watching Brady Chuck since he was what sixteen. You know, uh, I've been watching Quinn Hughes play for since he was 15, 16, same age. Like watching those guys play, um, keeping keeping tracks on them, and they both played around here. Yeah. So uh, Quinn Hughes is from here. He went to you know played his hockey obviously University of Michigan. Uh, let U U of M to the Frozen Four uh, this past season as a freshman, right? Yeah, so, just yeah. He's, he's pretty good. Yeah, I'd say so. One of those one of those really good things. I mean, and honestly, if you, if you want to sit down and look at it, if the, if hockey had like the the mandatory three year rule that NFL does, right? <laughs> look at what U of M's roster would look. Oh like. Oh my god, every, <laughs> damn near every year. I mean, I'm sure there's a, you could say the same thing about I mean, a lot of the. I, co- mean, I mean, but um, Michigan B, especially. B, B, BU is one of those teams where you look at it and go. Huh, those guys, right? All those guys. Huh? Oh my god, yeah. Huh. There was a Sports <laughs> Illustrated did that honestly ten years ago with co- with college basketball and the rosters that were created at North Carolina, Kentucky, Duke, Ohio State, and Kansas were NBA. I mean, it was the who's who of NBA basketball. I mean, it was fan- amazing. Those, those guys were good. Yeah. That, oh, that would have been a team. Okay. So if they would have all been drafted by the same team, they'd be the best team in basketball. <laughs> right. uh, there's some talent there. Yeah. Um, I mean, but yeah, you know, so those. Um, 
Let me also throw go in ahead. there too. Sorry, Wings do have three third round picks too. Yeah. So which if I, which I think they're, they're going to be using those to move around. Okay. I I think by the time it's all said and done, the Wings are going to have three. Are going to walk with three uh, first round picks this year. Okay. So you're gonna you see them using jumping back up into the first round. Yep. Even though the second round picks are very early in the second round, it's like thirty three and thirty six. Yeah. I mean. You're thinking where you'd move up into like the mid teens, like 15, 16, 17, 18 ish? Well, I, I say between 15, between like 16 and 20 ish, somewhere along there. Okay. Because, hang on, let me look at this thing again. I see, I, I got rid of it. I don't know why I got rid of it. The draft board? Yeah. Um, If they get Quinn Hughes, is he playing here next year? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That, that good. Yeah. He's. Well, I mean, just, you know, because we <laughs> talked earlier about how we thought Larkin, you know, needed yeah. the year and, and, you know, just, just to get it out there. No time in Grand Rapids for Quinn Hughes. He's out. No. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, here's, I think we're going to see, I think we're going to see each of the wings first round picks from the last three years play next season. Significant minutes. Rasmussen, Svechnikov. No. 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 Okay. Cool. Whiskey. Okay. Joel Whiskey, Rasmussen, and whoever they pick this year. I think we're going to see. Oh, these. I'm sorry. Okay. I, yeah. Okay. All right. I was yeah, going last three years. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. My mistake. Yeah. This year, last year, and a year, and year before. before. Yeah. Okay. I think you're, you're going to see those because I mean, you look at this roster. I mean, they they came out. You know, Blashill came out. Blashill and Holland both came out and said, "Yeah, it's open. Everybody has a shot of making a team. Yeah, we're not. There's there's no locks. I mean, there's locks, but there aren't locks. You right. know. Um, and, and you, you look at the and honestly, you look at the decor. You know, Mike Green's UFA. Uh, Nick Jensen has one year left. Olette has a year left. Daly Erickson have two years left. Cronwall has one year left in his body. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he's that year up like two years ago. Right. Um, but, you know, he's up after this year. The, I mean, the only guy, Danny DeKaiser is the only guy sitting at long term. And I feel like I think they're going to tr- they're going to. They're going to trade him this year. You think somebody's going to take that five million dollars for I, four years for that? They're going to. I him? think they're going to have to eat a little bit. They're probably going to have to eat like a one one point eight range around there, one point five, one point eight of that contract. So then he is a three point five million. Yeah, yeah, that's probably probably where it should. I been. think that's about. That's probably what's going to happen. But I. But I mean, we got that's still three million dollars you save, right? Yeah. No. I absolutely. Still three million. Three million dollars more that you have there. And you know, Cron, like Cronwall's done after next well, year. Well, here's the thing too, and, and and they have Zetterberg up, and so you can, I mean, and and what you need to do, what the Wings have to do is what you want to, because Toronto's about to be in a situation very soon, yeah, where when you're picking very high up, eventually, and when the guys are playing at their draft potential, yeah. what you thought they'd be, they do this weird thing where they want more money, yeah, <laughs> they want raises, right? And so, and and that's when you have to make the decision, like, okay, and they shot themselves in the foot by giving Marlow that third year, unless they're yeah. going to buy him out. They told him that they were going to give him three, and, and then and they're going to buy him out. You, you were at from from day one of that like, signing, I you were did not like that, and and that's because I saw well, because I went on and saw who they have coming up. Yeah. Between that second and third year, and they're going to need to shell out a lot of money, and yeah. they've got six million of it going to a forty-year-old almost. Yeah. I and, think it'll be forty at the time. You can't resign everyone. What you, I mean, what you hope you can do is, like, if you're the Wings, you hope you can lock down, you lock down, working up, and Anthony Mantha up long term now, yeah. and then like, maybe, and ho- you hope you get in a situation, a Winnipeg situation where Winnipeg they locked up Shifley and all right. those guys years ago, bargains now, right? 
You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're exactly right. I mean, but you know, you kind of have to make a decision like, okay, we're hitching our, we're going to hitch our wagons to these guys. Right. And everyone else is going to be inter- kind of interchangeable at yep. that point, you know, because you can't keep everyone. Well, it, you have to hope you make the right choices and and make the right moves. Well, it it and it's kind of what my whole and it, it it goes back to the the reason why I made the move is more or less the exact reason I said where's you get into a situation where, you know, you're not going to see all of them this year, but probably next year you're looking at okay, line 1, go. Larkin, Mantha, Bertuzzi, line 2, Sevechnikov, Sevechnikov, Rasmussen. Okay, go. You know, and your 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 third line with with Nielsen and and Ablocator and Helm is behind two really good scoring lines now, two good offensive lines, and you're like, okay, now Same. we've got something. Uh, then it'd be Nielsen, Ablocator, and Smith, but <clears throat> Giovanni Smith, yeah, and Helm centering the fourth line with Glenn Denning. Uh, no, Helm's going to be out. So oh, you got there, I, and Helm I, traded. I, I Helm will be traded in the next two years, and you still got and wow, and this is, I assume then you're not going to be bringing back Gustav Nyquist at all. I uh, no. I I Nyquist Nyquist and DeKaiser get traded this year. Deadline deals? Yeah, I mean, I I think maybe before maybe a little before. But I, I think DeKaiser's probably a deadline deal. Okay. Uh Nyquist I guess Nyquist probably like early season or even or hell, even you, this week. I mean, I don't know. Just to create another roster spot. Uh, and the cap space maybe even too. Yeah. I mean it's just I mean, that's just how I I'm basing this on nothing other than what I feel. Just you know, just what you're trying to do is feelings. create roster spots yeah. for youngsters. Yeah. Um, would because you like to see Ferk get resigned at the right price? Yeah, I mean he's going to get a little bit of bump, a little bit of a bump, but how much of a bump is it? You know, Athens, are you going to be traded? I don't. That's the one I don't know because I feel like we don't. What is he? <laughs> He's fast. Right. They tried to make him respond more responsible I mean, and accountable defensively. Yeah. I mean, my, it, my thing is like describe Anthony C to, to me without talking about his speed. You know, I mean, it's, it's, I'm not, it's not a knock on him. I'm not saying he's a bad player or anything. It's just, you know, I don't, I feel like we, we kind of fell in love with the really fast, player who may have some skill may not have some skill already i i think right here here's i think the biggest issue and and obviously there's there's no helping it right now so it's either going to be patience or you deal him he needs to be he shouldn't be the center point or near the center point of your offense no no i don't think that he he it's it's weird because I almost don't know where to put him because I don't really want him on my top two lines. But you, once you get down to the line three, you're now moving into more of a defensive. I mean, your yeah. third line can score, but you need your third line to play some defense too. And, he's not and that that's guy. not him, right? No, he's not that guy. At so all. where where exactly where in a line him? chart does he slot? I mean, or I mean, maybe maybe for any team, even yeah. That's the question. <laughs> you know, we I, we don't really want him in our top two lines, but. Uh, he's not really defensively minded enough to be in the third line. Yeah, it's yeah. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like, what is he? Right. I. You're right. No, <laughs> you you're know? exactly right. I mean, and again, not a knock on the player. I like him as a player. He ha- there's obviously he obviously has skill there. Right. And you know we we saw it this season. You know, I mean, he missed what first what ten games or so. 
Yeah, he played in 71, okay, so, so he nine, probably 11, 11 if he didn't miss yeah, anything during yeah, the regular whatever, season. Else, yeah. Right. At most, the first 11. Right. So, I mean, and he was – there There were many nights where you, you you did not notice him. Right. You know, you didn't have to look at the score. You go, did he play today? Yeah. You didn't have to do – you didn't have to pull one any of those things. Right. So, I mean, he's – and as the season went on, he got better. 16 you know, goals, 17 but, you assists. Know, it, you know, for me, I still go back to that game in late December. Not, uh, was it December? Yeah, against Florida. The game, you know, when he just held on to the puck for, he had the puck in overtime and just didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> you know, and then ended up, turned the puck over and the Panthers ended up scoring on a breakaway. Like, Oh, yeah. It was a two to one game and maybe the most boring game I had ever attended yeah. in my life. Yeah. Cause you, you were there, right? Yeah. yeah I think I, it was I, just yeah, the I, worst game ever. Yeah. Cause me, uh, I went with Phil and we sat in the Labat Blue, uh, section. That's when we discovered that if you have tickets in the Labat Blue section, you get a free, you get a free drink. Just singular? Huh? Singular free yeah, drink? Yeah. Okay. Just one. You get free beer or, or a Pepsi. Whatever right. Like, whatever I was just like, I feel like in the Labat Blue section, you should be getting all the Labat Blue you can handle. Oh, yeah, you know, but that's a dream world. But I mean, you know, I, you know, I mean, the, on the blue line, I really, I, I Joe Hickicks, I, he, he showed, he, he showed, he showed things, you know, for me last season, limited time he played. Um, well, here's the other thing defensively, and I, yeah. and I, I don't know if I looked it up for the show, if I was in conversation with friends, but do you know that Erickson and Cronwell combined to play 160 games last year? Yeah, it's crazy. There's no way that that's gonna even there. Th- th- no. <laughs> just no. I mean, I mean, here's the thing, like, because you pencil in Cronwell and miss 15 games every year for injury. Absolutely, you know, absolutely you do, just because of the style of hockey he plays. You know, I mean, yeah, and you know, I mean, I, th- I think Xavier Roulette, he is what he is at this point. He's going to be the seventh defenseman. He will always be the seventh defenseman. He, he is what he is. He's not great. He's not terrible. He's a guy. Yeah. You know, um, Danny DeKaiser, I he is what he is. Yep. You know, he had a lot of promise. Coming out, and he—I mean, he—his ceiling. He hit a ceiling. I mean, it is what it is. And I, um, so I, I just think that you're not going to see. They they offered Mike Green a couple of deals, one year deal, two year deals. Yeah. Which, which tells you where what they think of the, their defense prospects yeah. yet. They're that they're just not quite ready to come up yet. And well, and they're not ready to play long minutes because I mean, Mike Green before he got hurt was playing 20, 25 <laughs> minutes a night. Yeah. Who's eating those minutes up? You know, who's who's playing that time for you? And I mean, and here's the thing: I I don't mind. I wouldn't mind uh, Green Green coming back for a year. I don't either. I, I I I some some of the local radio had a big problem with it. That you need to play the young guys. And I mean, I guess if it's Green versus Hicketts, that I'd like to see Hicketts, but I'm counting again. I'm going to count on Cronwall and Erickson not being available for 162, 160 combined. Yeah, um, the entire season. Yeah, basically. I just I'm just going to count that, that that's going to create defensive spots. Yeah. Um I mean, like I said, I think I if think, somebody gets shipped out, I think we're going to see Cholowitzki. We're going to. I mean, I think we're going to see Lindstrom at some point this year. Um, I think we're going to see Savari at some point this year. You need to have. I you need to have. Um, but you need to have vets in the locker room to show the kids how to get it you done. Do. I mean, you do. And I, you know, normally you, a lot of guys get lambasted for going to the media and saying things to the media about what kids need to do. And I think Zetterberg was actually applauded for it yeah. when he's like, this is not acceptable. We, you know, and, he did and, it several times, but he didn't overdo it. And and it's one of those things where 
Yeah, he came out and said it in the media, but trust me, he's been saying that in the locker room for, no doubt. for no doubt. months and weeks at a time. That was not the first time you know, that those yeah. guys had heard that stuff. I mean, you Absolutely know, that not. Was, you know, that's, that's what that was. Like, you know. Do you want to be shocked by something? I'm going to shock you right okay. now. Nicholas Cronwell, 79 games last year, 56 and 64. Before that, 80, 79, 48 in the lockout year, 82, 77, Okay, a 48, but an 80, 65, 68. It's a lot more games than I think I would have expected. Yeah. He just, he, he, if he can skate, he, he's not going to miss. Yeah. But you can tell when he's hurt. Yeah. Like when he, you can tell when he's out there just hurting. And it's just like, there were a couple of times last season when he was out there for games. I'm just like, dude, sit him down. Yeah. Just sit him down. <laughs> he can't move. Right. I mean, well, there's also the rumor of uh, the wings are interested in Kovachuk. I don't think he's coming here. So, you know. That one, that, I don't, I think we really need to create forward space. I don't think we yeah. need, I mean, there's guys knocking at the door. I mean, up I, front. I think it, that's one of those things where it's like, I think it's, this guy's available. Well, let's talk to him. Right. And see. It looks like St. Louis has moved into the, kind of the, the front running position from what I understand. I just, that's a, I don't so not, he's been out of the league. He's been gone from the league yeah. a long I mean, time uh, now. Anything longer than a two year deal for him? Yeah, right. You know. <laughs> right. I you know. I mean, I I don't believe that I'm I'm sure the K isn't as hard as the NHL. So I'm I'm sure he's not, you know, he's gonna have a little bit of a fresher body than most thirty five well, yeah. year olds. I mean but, but I don't wanna run that risk either. I mean but and here here's 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 the pattern with players who leave the NHL for the KHL and come back. Right. When they come back they have one really good year, and then it's downhill. Year Hitler <laughs> is my main example. But I got a counter. Okay. I got a counter. Alex Regulov's been pretty good uh, yeah. all of his years back. How many years has been back? Two, right? Montreal. Two? He had the one single one year could deal with Montreal, and he was okay. pretty good for Dallas last year. Okay, I think. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, we'll see what he does this Boom! year. Boom! No, we'll I'm just, he does no. This year. Yeah. I just say that because, I, honestly, I was struggling to think of a name. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, yeah, him. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see what he does this year. I mean, it's but it's, it seems to me that guys, for whatever reason, just kind of. I agree. No, it's. Yeah. Really high, and then it's just kind of, oh, well, okay. Well, right. What happened? Right. <laughs> you know, I. And also Kovachuk, he's not a spring chicken either. Right. And that, and you, and you, but, and that's the thing. You said the opera thing. He's been gone five years. Yeah, he's been gone five years. I believe he was thirty when he left. He's thirty-five now. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I, I, that would be one. And 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 I give. I'm probably the biggest Ken Holland apologist out there, but that would be one. I'd be like, oh, I don't know. You don't need to do that. In in, unless you were unless you told me that they did the deal for Nyquist, and then they did something with Athanasiu. Where you created, you just created two roster spots. Yeah. Where I'd be like, okay, all right, I saw the plan there. Um, that's that's fine, you know, because you don't, you know, you're not going to put in six rookies. That's just not how this franchise is going to operate. You're just not going to see it. Right. Yeah. No. Um. Although it, it's, if they, I'm sorry, you you had the wings taken. You wanted Hughes, but you had them taking in your little mock. Who do you think's the the real pick? Uh. Defenseman, London Knights. Um, the was it? Oh my God, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, do you, does he start right away? 
if you if you are drafting six, don't you need this person to the, you need? They yeah. should be in the lineup day one. If not day one, at least by November. Um, you and know. and with the top ten names that have been floated out there, if you if you get any of the top ten names and you don't go, think you're the smartest guy in the room and go rogue. From what I understand, that though pretty much those top ten should find themselves on the NHL roster opening night. Like yeah, Deline's going to be on the roster opening night. Savetchnikov's going to be on the roster opening night. Right. right. Uh, the, oh, yeah. yeah. They're be These there. guys should should be should be good to go. And and I'm just hoping that that's exactly what happens here too. So signing Kovalchuk kind of gets you a logjam unless you're shipping out Nyquist and you don't tender an offer to. Well, yeah, you at least tender the offer to just to keep Anthony see you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just gives you more time. You figure things out more. But you, you, you at least tender the offer. Evan Bouchard is who Adam picking. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I knew everything else about him but his name. Yeah, you did. <laughs> when you can name the team and not it. Um, yeah, I would they ever would they scratch? You see, that's the thing. That's I don't know. You wouldn't scratch. They're not going to scratch Jonathan Erickson on an opening night if he's ready to go. That's what I don't like. No, I mean DeKaiser, Cronwall, Green, Daly. Uh, you know. Jensen and rookie. Okay, let not not Erickson and, and Jensen. Yeah, no, I, I, Erickson and Daly they had some good chemistry last. They year. actually did. That's true. They made, those guys they yeah. they they clicked almost right away. And they were there were times that they were the best defensive pair that yeah. the Wings had. And it's long well, stretches. And I and I feel like, so maybe I should take a step back on the Erickson <laughs> part. Well, no, and you know those two, I, I feel like they both you know they both play a little bit different style, but kind of the same. And it's mm-hmm. like. You know, Trevor Daly, he'll he'll pinch he'll he'll pinch and join a rush every once in a while, but he's not completely straight offensive minded. Right. So Erickson knows where he's gonna be at all times. And that's a big thing when when you have the when you're a defensive partner, you know, you, you know where your guy's gonna be. Sure. You know, and because there there are times where there there, there are times, you know, when, when Erickson was paired with Green, where Erickson would throw the puck somewhere because he thought Green was there. Right. Green wasn't there no right. more, right? <laughs> you know? And sure. it's a turnover, right? And now, and now it's like with Daly, it's like he can throw the puck around the boards, and he know Daly's right there. You know, he know he knows where he is. They, but the the problem with the pair, or what the Wings need to avoid, is they should not be going up against the Crosby or Malkin line. They need to be going up well, against yeah, the whoever their third, the the Broussard and Shan well, line. Yeah, not a lot of. Not, not they're not two guys that are exactly a fleet of foot. Right, and that's <laughs> that. That's kind of the problems with the wings' defense. Is that gonna, but yeah, I'm going to say, but th- who is right? You know, that, <laughs> that was the thing is they were playing against the number one forward lines for a lot of teams, and that's yeah, I that's mean, not a, the state you want to be in. I mean, well, and, also and again, no, when, you, when your forwards help you out too. So. Well, that's <laughs> uh, but the, again, again, this is everything with the wings seems to be like. Plus and minus, because you're right. The def- the forwards didn- weren't great defensively, but you know what? They went out and they sat the fo- the the young forwards that you want to be part of this team and to, to get what what you- they're supposed to be doing. All right, Mantha, you're you've been bad. Set. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're not playing a 200 foot game. You're you're gonna you're gonna be a healthy scratch tonight, and that that takes some cuts, man. And I. He, they they get killed in this town for it, but you yeah, know you, they got to learn. Yeah, because that was the argument. Like, where are you where are you healthy scratch your method when Riley Sheehan hasn't scored a goal? Well, right, it, you don't healthy scratch guys because they're in a slump. That's right. <laughs> you don't you don't sit guys down because they're in a slump. You sit guys down when they're not listening. Yes, you know, like what 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 is what is scratching Luke Lindenning gonna do? Right, because he's in a slump. Right, you know, he's out he's out when he's doing. 
B, C, and D right. correctly. Okay. Right. Well, he's not putting a puck in that. Well, uh, well, he's getting his chances. Right. <laughs> you know? No, you're exactly right. And and that's one of the things where, like, I look at this team and it's like the bottom six. The bottom six is set, right? They right. Have a, they, they, they have They're some, fighting. Yeah, right. <laughs> they have a good bottom six. It's just you need you got to figure out that top six. Right. You know, because for playoff series, I Luke Lindenning, uh, what Luke Lindenning and Darren Helm and you know, Abdul Kieber and Nielsen, what those, guys, what those guys bring, that's what you need in the playoffs. Absolutely, could Look, not agree with you more. You know, you know Franz Nielsen, yeah, he could he could be your Lars Eller. Yeah. Why not? Absolutely. You know, Luke Lindenning, yeah, he could he could do pull a Smith Pelly. In in, <laughs> in, a, in a perfect world, I think that. I, I, and I'm just going to use the example because we've talked about it a lot. I don't, okay. I, you know, just to make it easy. If if let's say that the Wings do trade up and get Savetchnikov, and the brothers Savetchnikov and Rasmussen really are, let's say they're ready to go this year. They're something they click in training camp. They're outstanding, and you know what? We're going to go with it. We're going to let it go. And then Larkin with with Bertuzzi or or Nyquist if he's not traded, and Mantha ends up being okay. This is our center line. Drop Zetterberg down even. Yeah, oh, yeah. At 37, put him in that third line role where he still has some offense, but is obviously going to be good defensively. Let, with, Zetter, let Zetterberg be the, be the goat in the two yeah, games in the goat line, right? Absolutely. <laughs> How great would that be to be able to, to, to kind of get that? And that's, that would solve yeah. your top six problem. Yeah. And then you now is where you start rolling out I mean, the yeah, applicators and, and I, helms. And, and, and if you, if you could, if, you know, Again, we're gonna we're gonna use it just because they're a Stanley Cup champion now. The Washington Capitals, right. they have the luxury of being able to put a Tom Wilson on the first line, right? Because then you come back with that second line of of Backstrom, Oshie, and Verana, right? And you're like, oh, well, there, that's a lot of skill there, right? And you know, I mean, Tom Wilson, ton of skill. The guy score he scores goals. Right. You know, he's he hits, he does everything else. He's not is he a forty goal scorer? No, right. but he can get you between fifteen and twenty, and he's going to go out. He's going to play his ass off. And and you know what? And it's a it's a, it's my favorite term. I use it all the time. Is that's that's kind of creating perceived depth. Yeah, <laughs> you know it really is. They yeah. don't they don't put you don't put Oshi up there in that first line, and then have it be Verona Wilson and Barakowski, which are Verona Wilson and Backstrom, which isn't going to be as good. But yeah, right. you're going to have to deal with Ovechkin and and. And and Kuznetsov and and uh, Oshie and that's gonna be tough and you're that's gonna be a real tough line to stop, but it's real. You're taking a real step back with Backstrom, Wilson, and Verana. Now you put Oshie and Backstrom together, yeah, flip them around, yeah. right? And now you've got two lines where it's holy shit. You know <laughs> we got to stop the center and the winger, and then the other guy is pretty good too. You yeah, know what I mean? Right, yeah. And it's just and, and that's that's just yeah. smart smart line making. Yeah, you have you have to worry about Kuznetsov on Ovechkin scoring, and then here you have Tom it's Wilson over he's here. Either going to run your head off or run, run yeah, your rebound. He's, yeah, he's running into everything. Right. right, you know, just he's just over there being an asshole. Right, you're going to get mesmerized <laughs> by the puck watching what Backstrom and, and Oshie are doing, and all of a sudden Verona's going to speed right by you and put it yeah. in the back of the net. And that's exactly what they did. <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. You know, in game five, you know, Verona got the opening goal yep. off of basically just, zoop, I'm yep. gone. No, wait, no, who had him? I did. Exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. And then your grinders grind right on through. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's – and and here's the thing because – and most people are like, you're crazy. But it's not that out of the question – for this team to make the playoffs next year. It's not an impossibility. 
I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just it, it, look at this year. Who had Colorado in? Who had New Jersey in? They were one hot streak away from maybe not selling at the deadline. You know, because right. because we came in for what six straight weeks and they were and seven they were points just, back. Yeah. One one and one, seven, <laughs> and seven points, points back. back. <laughs> you know? Or they'd be oh three and one, and somehow we'd be. In. I don't know. Somehow they're still seven points back. No one else did anything. Yeah, I don't, you know. I, but they're seven points back. I mean, so it's not out of the realm of a possibility for for to look at the wings and go, oh yeah, they're in. The, I mean, they 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 played how many one goal games? I mean, and, that was one and, of the things and, they looked and, at. And here's here's how they, they ended the season four four and two the last ten games. <laughs> fitting. It's just so fitting. I mean, but know, I mean, like, this is you know, I mean, it's I'm not I'm not going to they're, they're for sure going to no, I'm not going I'm not saying that, but it's. I mean, we 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 saw the difference this year. Yeah. I mean, hell, you know, three three of your four, three of your four conference finalists didn't make the playoffs last year. Yeah. You know, so it's not it's not out of, it's not like we're going to the season. Well, oh well, well, we're just resigned to being a lottery team next year again next year because we're terrible. Like no, like you you want the Wings. You're still going to go out and put out the best possible roster they have. Yeah, absolutely. You know they're gonna try. The goal is to win. You know? Exactly. And 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 here's the thing: if they they make the playoffs using their young guys, using their young guys, hey, you know that's a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> it, that's a good thing. Yeah, that's no, one of those exactly good right. things. You know, yep. like I mean, because because okay, yeah, you want to miss playoffs five straight years, and like you have all these young guys in your lineup that you've drafted these last five years, and you're still not making any headway. Right. You, you have nobody steering the ship. Yeah, like all these young kids are great and talented, but yeah. somebody's got to have the oar in the water, telling them how to how to row. Yeah. You become Edmonton. Yeah. That's how you become Edmonton, and then you have your one aberration of a season where you make playoffs. Yeah, but, you know it, yep. that's how you become Edmonton. Yeah, you know, and that's I think that's what you want to avoid. You know, you don't want to be you. You don't want to go into every. You don't want to go in, go into the season in October in game two, going okay, well we're out. Let's yeah. just start selling well, out pieces. It the next. You know, we're going to be, the next time we're on air will be July, July 1st. July 1. Yep. And I, and this is, I mean, obvious, probably a kept an obvious statement, but I feel like we're going to know a hell of a lot more about what this team and their goals are going to be in those two, after those two weeks. Yeah, we will. Well, on July 1st, we're going to know exactly what, because you, not only is it the draft, but you have to put out, you have to tender your offers. So we're going to see, you know, make sure that they're going to tender Athens to you so that it's either going to be trade or sign. I I can't imagine them not tendering an offer to I mean, just yeah. let him walk away. Yeah, well, he he does have Arbrights. Um, he can't go to arbitration. But I feel like if he goes to arbitration, the Wings might just walk away. I agree. Him. I agree with you. And I but, feel like, was, you know what, fine. And arbitration, right? I mean, even if they if they don't tender him, then the, then the Arbrights don't matter, do they? Don't you have to, yeah, you have to no. be tendered an offer yeah. and then you go to the arbitration. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Um, obviously Larkin's going to get paid. Um, and we just got to hope that last year wasn't a contract year boost that he know, you know, that what we saw last year is now going to be the continuing rise of Dylan right. Larkin. I mean, but yeah, that he, would bode very well for this. He, he is 21. You know, that is a great <laughs> point. 21. You know? I know. Mantis two years older Mantis than him. 23. Yeah. You know, Anthony was 23. Bertuzzi's 23. Ferg's 24. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm, I'd like to. I want to get these RFA signed so I see, so I can see what they have. But you're right. No, you're exactly right. If they would, you know, 
You never know how a draft's going to fall. What if Kachuk does fall for him? And now all of a sudden it looks like they maybe can create some perceived depth. Yeah. What if they do get, you know, Svechnikov I mean, and well, now, well, and, you know, both brothers come up at the same time. Yeah. I mean, well, and here's the thing. Brady Kachuk's damn good forward. Yeah. <laughs> he's I got, mean, he's damn good. He's, you know, what it, What if it is the two kids in the goat line with Svechnikov, Zetterberg, Svechnikov, and it really, you're able to put a Mantha, Mantha Larkin and, and somebody whatever, line out yeah. there. And wow, all of a sudden we, we got something here in the top six. Yeah, um, I still don't know who's playing defense big minutes, but I know. I know. Yeah, or they hell, maybe they strike gold with the thirtieth pick. That yeah. would be the other good thing. I mean, it's still the end of round one. No reason not to think that, that guy can't do something right away. I mean, I like I said, I I still feel that the Wings they're going to end up with three first round picks. I look it's all said and done. Hey, wheeling and dealing—that's the best time of this top part time of the year. Yeah. All right. Well, we're getting out of here. Uh, we're gonna get going here. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Yep. We're taking a week off because my life is just busy. Yeah, we're gonna. We're <laughs> not gonna can't. lie to you. Yeah, so. and then, but we want to come back on July first because by five o'clock on July first, we're probably gonna know where a lot of guys have moved, and it'll be interesting to t- also take a look at the draft. So there, there is reason to come back and talk to you on July first. Yeah, and and that will be our final show of the season. We'll we'll be back and uh, we'll be back sometime in August. We're, we're, one for one show deal there for uh, Michigan Comic Con at Kobo, and then we'll be done until yeah, we'll talk to you September, October. I don't know. Those things, yeah. That says my life stays down. There you go. Uh, yeah, you have two kids. You're never. That's never gonna happen. All right, so uh, so we'll see you July one. Yep. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm Thomas. This was in the box. Okay, there we go. Okay. <laughs>